Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time once again for the Andy and Amanda Show. It's the free flowing Freaky Friday program. Starring in the UK, deep inside the UK, overlooking, we're not quite sure, overlook, overlooking something, overlooking something, Amanda Love. And in Los Angeles, California, in our Hollywood studios, overlooking Rocky the Squirrel and Mutt and Jeff Blue Jay Birds, Andy Kimball. Come join the show as Andy and Amanda discuss topics such as sex, intimacy, romance, love. Okay, some other things too. What? We don't know. Maybe the news. Yes, politics, the weather. Call the show, 515-605-9888. So at least they have something to talk about. Call now. Lines are open. 515-605-9888. It's the Andy and Amanda Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Amanda. We got the, I'm, 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 I'm uh, Andy. What? We have... <laughs> <laughs> you are, I think. <laughs> you sound like him. Uh, um, uh, uh, we have Amanda. I'm not Amanda. Yeah. We have Amanda in the UK. Hello, everyone. Uh, Hello. Is, yes, so, so introduction in, expressed, and I'm here in uh, in California, in the USA, and and uh, this is the Andy Demander Show. You've tuned into the greatest place to be on internet radio, if you're anywhere on internet radio, if you even tune into internet radio. Some do. We know some people are listening to us oh, all over yeah. the world. Yeah. Yes, and and we are here to uh, to greet you and to talk to you. So dial that number. Um, no, and uh, hopefully entertain you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> How are you doing, Mr. Kimball? Doing all right. Doing all right. And how about yourself? How are you? I'm fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. You, well, it, you sound so much. You sound remarkably better than even you did last time with your uh, cold. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, still got a bit of a cough. And like I said, mm. my glands are still, they're still swollen. So I don't know what's going on. But if it keeps up for... I don't know, another week or two, I shall um, pop back to the doctors and say, yo, it's been like eight weeks, and my glands are still up. What's going on? Check me out. Mm. <laughs> but um, mm. that's unusual, isn't it? I've never had anything like it. It's bizarre. It's crazy. I don't know, I know what it is. It's I weird. think it's a flu. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think it's uh Yeah, I think it's got to be something like that. So, you know, I'm one of these people that, you know, can write out any kind of illness or condition. And uh, but this has literally knocked me sideways with how long it's been going on for, and you know, you know and the, the worst part of not of not feeling. Uh, matter of fact, we have somebody here expressing that. What what is our question today? What is the worst part about not feeling well? You cannot go to a Seven Eleven or a Dunkin' Donut. Oh yeah, very true. Oh, <laughs> I just have an excuse to eat some ice cream. 
because I mean, come on, yeah, who doesn't yeah. love ice cream anyway? So when you're like sore throat and stuff, it's like, yeah, let's have the ice cream. Yes, but, yes, um, I, yes. What, what's your favorite? What is your favorite flavor ice cream? What is your favorite flavor ice cream? Ooh, you know that's a tough one because I like so many. Okay, so <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I mm. tend to go for a mint choc chip because that's always a good mm, one. I like, like that too. Refreshing. Yes. Yeah, I'm going like, that right now. You just got the me palate. In. Oh yeah, mm. definitely. Mm-hmm. And if it comes to like Ben and Jerry's, um, mm-hmm. I like the uh, fudge brownie one. Is it chocolate mm-hmm. fudge brownie? Oh well. my goodness, I go nuts for that. And uh, the cookie dough one's nice. Um, mm. I used to like the fish food and the chunky monkey. Um, oh, there's so many, aren't there? I mean, there's more flavors in the U.S. than there are in the U.K. I'm sure, but um, yeah, you can't beat a bit, bit of Ben and Jerry's. But over here, we've got a, a brand called Kelly's um, mm. Irish. Irish, sorry, mm. Kelly's. Well, Kelly, Kelly's a nice Irish name. Clotted yeah. cream. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So it comes mm-hmm. from Cornwall at the bottom of the U.K. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a very creamy, thick ice cream, which is absolutely gorgeous. Not the stuff that kind of melts like water at the moment you put it on your tongue. So um, incredible. Mm. Um, anyway, that's a great that sounds like quite, talking about quite ice cream. This, that sounds like quite the story about quite the ice cream. We I choose that, truth yeah. over facts. Yeah, that yeah. sounds we, we have. Do you have Ben & Jerry's there? Do you have, do you have Ben & Jerry's um Oh yeah, I love Ben and Jerry's. Like I said, um, we wow. do. We do I get remember. Them and, yeah. yeah, they're great. I I I remember when they first. You know, they're from Vermont, United States up north, and Ben oh, and Jerry okay. actually started the started the company. They're two, uh, like brothers. Are they brothers? I don't know. Yeah, they are. I think they, they were, are. right? Yeah. Yeah, Ben Ben and Jerry, and I used to go to. They used to sponsor the Newport Folk Festival, and I used to go every year oh. to Newport. It was the Ben and Jerry's Newport Folk Festival, and they had Ben and Jerry's booths all over the place, and that's where they would introduce a lot of their new flavors. And they'd fly all these, you know, anti-war, and you know, they're they're very uh, left-leaning company, environmental company, and they, mm. it was a great, great atmosphere they created there at the Newport Folk Festival. And I remember the year they introduced um, fish food. If you had that mm. flavor yet, fish food is yeah. amazing. Fish food. And also, mm. yeah, really good. And also another one was vanilla caramel chocolate swirl. Something like that. Oh yes, I tried that one. That was gorgeous. Really good. Really good. Yeah. 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 What's They've the one that had expensive. the um, great mm-hmm. big caramel, like um, like chunk of caramel um, in the middle? Chunky it's monkey. kind of like a, Chunk, a volcano. Monkey. Is, that, is that Chunky Monkey? Thing? We we've no. called one. You might, you might know. I think I think we have coming through is Uncle Ike. What the hell? <laughs> he's he's got an ice Uncle cream. Ike. Uncle Uncle Ike's ice cream. It's coming as Uncle Ike's ice cream. I guess he's going to compete with Ben and Jerry. Let's get this guy on. Let's see. I don't know who this Ooh. is. Wait a minute. Hold, what? Wait a minute. Let's get him on. Hello? Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, buddy? What's so motherfucking funny? What's so funny? You, my dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you funny? I came on the show to get... I, I, I just want to ask you a question. Okay, go, go ahead. for it. What's the name of the show? What's the name of the show? Yeah, Andy and the Andy and Amanda show. The Andy and Amanda uh, show. I must have made. Oh, I must have made a mistake. I meant to. I meant to call Power Ninety Nine. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> what is so funny? I don't get it. What is so funny? Your no, energy, no. your voice, my man. <laughs> oh, God, what the hell is going on with you guys? 
we have it, it's coming up here. I got a message about you, you, uh, ice ice cream, Uncle Ike's ice cream. Are you developing an ice cream line or a clothesline? Is it maybe? Let me tell you. Let me tell you about my ice cream. And uh, it's called chocolate chip milk, but I can't do it because it sounds racism. But it's gonna be white on the outside <laughs> and black on the outside. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect combination to me. Did I, did I your Catholic chip? Catholic chip? chip? Chocolate chip. Chocolate <laughs> chip. There's a Catholic chip. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, what's your name again? Well, I'm Andy. Uh, Andy. Andy. And that's Amanda. Andy, Andy. Okay, Amanda, Amanda. Okay, cool. So, uh, ask that question again. The, the ice one? cream, is it called Catholic chip, did you say? Your ice cream? How can I have ice cream and all that when I'm an atheist? Oh, yes, yes, the bell. Yes, I'll sit down, cross. I guess I don't know, but <laughs> nice talk to you. I, I gotta go. Bye. Oh, thank okay. you for calling. Uh, Good luck calling Power 99. Yeah, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for calling. What a guy. <sighs> Uncle likes ice cream? Wait, you making a chocolate chip ice cream or something? No. Uncle likes ice cream, folks. Mm. I guess that Ben wow. and Jerry's call that inspired this guy. A message came up about Uncle Ike's ice cream. I know. I, you know, I would, I would probably buy that. Uncle Ike's ice cream. It's you got know, a nice ring see. to it, hasn't it? It, it does. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Ike's ice cream. That's kind of like, oh, yeah, I can see a nice little place set up. Everybody, like, all families and stuff. Going in, yeah. I'm, I, that's oh, friendly. Got, I like that. I think our our guy, our boss, is calling. Uh oh, he Ooh, might be pissed. Okay. Do we we do we do anything wrong with our last call? I think we did okay. I think, Let's I see. Don't know. I don't think I don't we know. Did. Let's find out. Wait a minute. Hello, hello. I Yo. called Power ninety nine, and then it's a <laughs> 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 You guys, hey. So so it's the weekend. What are you playing? It's on the edge. Oh, I, 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 I'm going to get me some chocolate mint chip ice cream. Oh, that sounds that's great. Yeah. Chocolate, yeah. Chip, chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. What color is the What chip? do you think? Black. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to go. happening here in the United States, um, if you're into football, that is. Uh, we have uh, the, uh, the yeah. six NFL wildcard playoff games, which is the games that lead up eventually to whoever is going to play in the Super Bowl. And right. um, there's some good games. Um, we have Seattle Seahawks playing the San Francisco Giants. My pick is going to San Francisco Giants. What am I saying? That's baseball. Yeah, we, we have the Seahawks uh, playing the Giants baseball team. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to go over big. Cool. Yeah, we have the Seahawks playing the San Francisco 49ers. 
We have the New York Giants. Okay, who am I picking? The, the We'll go over them in a minute, but I'm picking the 49ers. We have New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings. I'm picking the Vikings. Chargers, my hometown, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I would probably give the Jaguars the edge. I want the Chargers to win the game. They're here in Los Angeles. That's my base, so I want my hometown team to win this, obviously. Yeah. But uh, in, in my gut, I kind of feel like Jaguars might pull this out. But we will see. I'll be rooting for the Chargers. Mm. We'll be see. The Baltimore Ravens versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, uh, I'm going to go for the Bengals. Last year's Super Bowl champs. I think they're going to come to the calling and step up to the plate and make it happen again. I don't think they're going to go all the way, but I think they'll win this wild card game. Miami versus Buffalo. Buffalo Bills, obviously, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas. Yeah. Oh, and, of course, Buffalo is the uh, Harlem player, of course, that had a cardiac arrest in the field, in the hospital, blah, blah, blah. The whole nation was supporting oh, the team, that guy. And wow. um, that's a whole, oh yeah, incredible, incredible. But uh, you, you know, cardiac, he had to get CPR on the field. He uh, somebody crashed into him with his helmet right? when he was making a tackle. Yeah, you, you heard about wow. it over there, I guess, right? Yeah. Actually, no, no, I didn't. Nope. I mean, I'm uh, sure yeah, it's been he, reported here, but yeah, he uh, well, you know, some, he's tackling somebody in on a, a defense, an offensive player. He's a defensive uh, safety. And right. which is a player that goes after the guys who deep down who catch the, the long passes. You know, they, these guys are fast and they go after those those guys in the secondary. And uh, right. somebody went into his chest with his helmet at the right. And this can happen uh, at just at the split second where it's most inappropriate to do so. I mean, a heart boom, 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 boom. There's one there's one phase in that rhythm where if you interrupt or you cla- you hit the heart right at that particular point, the heart can stop, go out of swing. And so he made that tackle. He stood up and he collapsed in the field with no pulse. And, oh um, my goodness! And the game scary. was canceled. Game was canceled. The whole country was on edge, and the broadcast continued. I and bet. the rest of the guy at the hospital it was just just incredible. I'll, I can go back over that again. I mean, let me finish these scores here. Uh, my, my predictions, excuse me. I, I wish there were scores, but uh, Buffalo, Miami. <laughs> I'm giving that to the Bills. I think they're on fire, especially since that incident. Miami is looking real good. You got to congratulate them on getting into the playoffs for the first time. I think in a lot of years. I think in uh, since 2000 and. Um, Seven or eight or somewhere around there. I think maybe longer. I don't know. But anyway, it's been a long time. I have it in front of me, obviously. Uh, I'm giving that to the Buffalo Bills. Tampa Bay, uh, Tom Brady versus the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Come on, Tom Brady. You got to get, you got to knock Dallas out of this thing. Tampa's got to get, you know, knock Dallas out. Um, Will they? Hmm. That's a question. That is a question. Mm. Mm. Wow. I hope that guy's going to be okay, though. Yeah, he's okay. They released him from the hospital. Oh, he is. Uh, yeah. And and you should have seen them play their last game. They played. Um, look at me. You know who they play? I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, their oh. last game, uh, Buffalo. Uh, shit, shit, shit. Uh, Bengals, right? I think. Yeah, right. I think Bengals. Yeah. But anyway, the 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 very first opening kickoff, the Buffalo uh, punt returner uh, returned the, the ball all the way down the field for a 101 yard uh, touchdown. I mean, they were on fire, you know, and they right. all wore the number three on their uniforms, you know. Um, yeah, quite quite a quite a story, quite a story. Um, okay. Yeah, it's incredible. But anyway, um, Dallas Tampa. I hate to say it, but I think Dallas is going to do it. I hope Tampa oh, really? does. Yeah. So I got two games. I got Baltimore. I got Jacksonville. Where am I? At? Jacksonville Chargers. Jacksonville okay. Jaguars versus L.A. Chargers. I want the Chargers to win. Jaguars might win. Tampa Bay, Dallas. I want Tampa Bay to win. Dallas might win. So those two games are my are my eh, eh, you know. 
Yeah. But we'll see. Better you know, than we'll you'll. Uh, oh yeah. 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 I hope. I hope. You know. I'll be watching football. I, I know that. I know. Um, um, hold on. A minute. I think he's back. Hold on a second. Okay. Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, oh. how you doing, Cornell? Hey, it's Mr. Cornell. Hey, how you doing? How's everybody? Happy Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing. No, we're doing fine here. No, we're we're entertaining. Yeah, I, I, Ike was here. He, he, he's been here a while. He's got an ice cream now, and I think he's. I read something about him also having a clothesline coming out soon. He's going to have a clothesline. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think a clothesline. I think so. I think it's starting with t-shirts, but at least it's something. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Yeah, I heard that you yeah. um, bought a, a whole pack of t-shirts at um, Target, and they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we invite anybody to call in, like Uncle Ike did, like Cornell. Here's our, our number to get involved in the show. Three zero three three zero three zero three three zero or three zero three 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 zero. Amanda, yes, guys, great to be on the show again. Oh, yeah, I know, my darling. Thank you so much. I'm so yeah, happy to be back. I tell yeah, you, I. Losing my voice for that long, everybody else was happy but me, you know? So, um, <laughs> I couldn't wait to get back, start speaking normally again. It was awful. But, um, here I am, happy, smiling, beating some Haribo. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, yeah. How's you, my bro? I'm doing great, man. Um, I'm maintaining, I'm in car, I'm in traffic right now on my way to home the studio and just Ooh. been here just cooling out with you guys on a radio show and what a amazing Love guy it. but that guy that's kind of loco man he's kind of crazy that guy <laughs> ice cream. i mean oh my god what do you think about him Andy? um you, 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 you want to know mm, fantastic i think he's cool. all good i think he's cool <laughs> i think he's very cool yeah. yeah. If he brings like that ice ice cream, I'll be like, yeah, get it. Yeah. yeah, he. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I yeah. really think. Um, yeah, he's uh, quite quite a character. From? Quite a character. Quite a character. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you going to be watching football, this Cornell? Are, are you going to be watching football? Well, actually, uh, actually, um. I'm going to see the movie that just came out called The Devil's Conspiracy. Mm. Ooh. Mm. It's, it's, uh, I've not heard of that. It's a, yeah, it's the opposite of the Passion of Christ. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm going to see there. My, um, my, you know, my wife's kicking me out the house, so I'm going to the movies. But, you know, Andy, mm. I, I'm, <laughs> really a, I'm not really a you're right? right? Uh, I'll watch. I always watch football, you know, during the Super Bowl. But I'm really not a, a sports fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know me. I, 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 I got something to do. I got to go do boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what you ask me saying? when sports comes on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> the um, yeah. Well, football. You know, footballs. You know, you got that injury in the and in we were just talking about in the in the in Buffalo. It's really uh. You know, it's it's declared like almost like 
an unsafe sport these days. I mean, not only injuries while these guys are playing, but as they, you know, they're in their 20s and half of them retire before the 30 or in the 30s, early 30s, and they have a long life ahead of them and they have, you know, all sorts of aches and pains and issues and, and brain injuries and all these things are happening from these uh, professional football yeah, players. Right? You, you got to wonder. You cannot do it. Yeah, you shouldn't. You know, I think it'd be a fun event to see like three different types of major teams swap uh, sports like um, so like the NFL playing uh, baseball basketball playing the NFL you know like a specific like team I just for like this fun like even for like a charity thing that'd be a lot of fun to watch mm-hmm. yeah. what happened to hockey? do anybody watch hockey no mm-hmm. I don't no I never he said you know. like no Hell no. I think it's underrated because in the UK we hear more about the NFL and basketball um, than we do baseball and uh, hockey. So I think it's quite underrated. Um, but I know it's like a huge deal there just as much as the other sports, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I like football. Uh, the reason why I also I'm like sorry. sports, you know, athletes coming out of college because it gives an opportunity for so many, um, for so many people to, to, you know, who, uh, who know, you know, they, they, they're just born athletes. I mean, I think to be a professional athlete, I mean, you develop skill and you, you're trained and you play, but so much of this, of that skill, you're born with it. I mean, a, a lot of these really top-notch players, I mean, they just have something that most of the population just doesn't have, you know, and, yeah. and it's wonderful that the, that in the college level, and in the high school level too, you know, that's where it begins really, I guess, um, they, they're provided that opportunity to take these skills and nurture them and, and, and continue and, and interview a lot of these folks, and uh, we should even get a couple on the show, which I'm sure we can do, um, is they'll tell yeah. you that that they just cannot see life without football or base, whatever the sport is, you know, but especially in football because, you know, you got to, you know, these guys just get beat to hell out there every single week for 18 weeks now, you know, or 17 to buy. But um, they get just absolutely, you know, holy crap. I mean, look what these guys have in the trenches. It's, it's a violent, it's a violent game, very violent yeah. game. And you, and you, you interview them and, and these players and they say, you know what, just cannot see life without it. It just, yeah. you know, who I am, what I do, this is the deal. Football is who I am, you know? And and yeah. some of them will say, and you've heard this too, it's me and the Lord Jesus, football and the Lord Jesus. Okay, I don't know if Jesus made that touchdown, but whatever you say. Yep, yep. But anyway, Jesus um, made the touchdown. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Jesus makes touchdowns, you know. And and he wow. also yeah, he also throws amazing passes. Incredible. Incredible. I never knew. How is it possible? <laughs> yeah. uh, to, you know. That's amazing. The God just, you know, move, it's like, a, I guess God must move his hand down the field like a chest, like like somebody moving a pawn or a chessboard and he just kind of marches him down the field and scores a touchdown. Incredible. You know, Incredible. Isn't it amazing? Mm-hmm. Wow. Definitely. Yeah, Give me just a moment. <laughs> I need to grab some um, throat sweets because my uh, throat is acting up. Just bear with me. Two secs. Yeah. Yes. We are going yeah. all our lights gonna go off tonight because it ain't gonna be it's gonna be a lightning <laughs> storm just in your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So you know, we are uh, broken. Broken. hey, I'm just um, kind of recapping these uh, these NFL. You know, this is 
this is weekend number one for the uh, for the wild card playoffs, as we were saying before. And um, my hometown, one of my hometown teams, of course, the Rams almost made it, but I'm not back. quite. Okay, cool. Sorry. cool. Yeah. Welcome back, Amanda. Welcome back. The, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, Dylan Cornell, we have the hometown Los Angeles Chargers in the playoffs. Usually it's the Rams. This, this time it's the Chargers. Right. We have two uh, NFL teams in our town here. And we had yeah. none before. We went from none to two. Um, and the, mm-hmm. uh, the Chargers play the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, and I think that's going to be a hell of a game. When's that even on? That's on Saturday at uh, 8.15 from the East Coast. That game is on NBC on Saturday night. And um, it's going to be the game in which the winning team, I think, is going to have to score a whole lot of points in that game. It, uh, it's uh, all about the quarterbacks. And, and um, you know, they're both going to make some things happen. Justin Herbert for the uh, um, Chargers has been amazing. Trevor Lawrence, both, they're both making their first playoff start. Neither one has been in the playoffs before. And um, oh, it's going to be okay. yeah, it's going to be exciting and and um, you know I think I think you'll see a lot of touchdown passes being thrown in that game. I think um, um, you, I, I think the Chargers are going to I think the balance is going to be in the air more than on the ground on that game. I could be wrong, but that's what I'm predicting based on who these quarterbacks are and what these teams have done. Yeah. And the mm. um, the the Chargers also have a. Um, uh, a great receiver by the name of Keenan Allen, if you those of you who have seen or not, maybe not seen him, but he's incredible. He's caught 10 of 13 targets for seven of, of first down conversions. Um, and uh, that's going to play a lot. You know, you, you got to get that first down conversion on the third down. You got to make it happen. And uh, this team can make it happen. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I'm thinking, mm. I don't know. Uh, it, percentage-wise, mm. it, it, percentage-wise, Jacksonville seems it, it like I would give them a 60 to 65% odds in winning that game. Which okay. is, you know, right? Six, yeah. Somewhere right, right around there. Somewhere right around there. But that's going to be that's I, I want to talk about that game because it's my hometown team and let's we have we have a lot of New Yorkers on the show. I think we have people in New York listening to the show. They're going to be playing the Vikings. Uh, that's going to be another exciting game, and um, I think the Vikings are going to win that game by about the same percentage points. About about uh, uh, three and a half, four points comes up to about sixty percent thereabouts. I think you're going to see the Vikings. Uh, Right around twenty six to twenty eight, and I think you'll see the Giants seventeen to twenty. That's my prediction on that game. It'll be interesting to see how. I remember when the football season season first started, and I was making picks, and I, I got some of them right. I wish I had money. I don't bet. I don't gamble, but you know, I, I, I mean, pick in these games I, pretty yep. good lately. I've, I've, been, I've been doing yeah. pretty well on my picks. You know, should put some money tonight on Andy's NFL predictions. Yes, yes. <laughs> Dallas Tampa Bay. I want to talk about that just for a minute because um, we have Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady's been there, done that so many times with the Patriots and even Super Bowl champ with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the Bucks defense held the Cowboys to about 71, uh, I think it was 70, early 70s, low 70, 71. That's the number, 71 rushing yards in week number one. Wow. Dallas has been held under 100 yards rushing for the last, uh, you know, for four times this whole season. And for Tampa getting a defensive tackle by the name of Vita Vey, Vita Vey, Vita Vey, Vita Vey. Back uh, this week, he was an incredible defensive player. It could go a long way uh, in replicating that performance that they had in week one. Uh, Dak Prescott, uh, one-dimensional quarterback, very talented, very accurate. Um, 
of the of the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But I think I think Tom Brady. You know what? Rethinking. I said I, you know I want the Tampa to win, but I think Dallas is going to. I'm I'm hedging. I'm thinking Tom Brady. He's been there so many times. He's been there so many times. Um, and you know, you, you, a, a player of his caliber and his talent, his ability, and and his how smart of a player he is. Not just his athletic ability, but how smart he is. Um, I think he's going to step up to the plate and make this happen, and I hope he does. I hope he does. Um, you know, but yeah. we'll see. They've had a rough year. They barely made it in Tampa, you know, Tom Brady. And a lot of people are scratching their heads and saying, would you retire already? Would you please retire? There's rumor out there that he, he's going to come back next year, and he might even come back with the uh, Las Vegas um, Raiders, formerly the Oakland Raiders. He might even come back on that team, and, and Tampa might be done with them. I mean, they have not had a great year. I mean, during the playoffs, so I guess, hey, if you're in the playoffs, you've had a pretty good year. But, but respectively, yeah. thinking of what, who they were and what they had when they had uh, Gronkowski, you know, they had Gronkowski, excuse me, as his receiver, which he was with the uh, Patriots as well. And the two of them came down to Tampa and lit it up and went in the Super Bowl. And Gronk retired uh, when, when Brady also retired, but Brady said, hey, uh, I'm going to get divorced and come on back. <laughs> and he's not having such a great time, you know, com- compared to Brady. Compared to. I must say, Brady is a hell of a quarterback. <laughs> Amazing quarterback. Say. Hall of Famer. Oh, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Remember, yeah. But, but, but you know something, though? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's the best in the game today. I think he was. I think he should have. I think when he retired, he should have retired and not come back. Um, but, you know. He, he seems like he, a full sport. He don't like to lose. No. 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 But we'll see what happens. Facts that we should know. The Cowboys rank second in both pass and rush win rate and sack rate. And they finished first in pressure percentage, you know, pre- pressuring the quarterback. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers ranked 24th in the same, around the same categories in the 20s. Wow. So we have to see some um, fancy play action passes for Tom Brady, I think. Uh, we'll have to see some... Um, I think we're going to see some good running from the Cowboys. I think Dak Prescott's going to, you know, hit some targets out. It's going to be an interesting game. I, I don't know. I, I hope I hope Tampa wins. I think the Cowboys are going to win. If if Tampa wins, okay, it's going to be like twenty-seven, twenty-four, twenty-seven, twenty, something like that. If if the Cowboys win, it's going to be like thirty to seventeen. Oh, something. That's my prediction. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. For our for our New Yorkers out there, for our New York Giants fans, I know you are out there. Um, and you're saying, "What's Eddie talking sports for? What the hell does he know? You know, he's talking about guitar. You know what I'm saying?" But I'm a, I'm a mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge football fan. Just so if those of you who don't know, I, mean, I think I'm, it shows. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I am. I I am from Philadelphia. I'm from Philadelphia. I I I believe Eagles green. Right, I'm I'm all about the Philadelphia Eagles, and of course, Philadelphia Eagles ended their season. Huh, God, let a couple couple rough games when uh, when Jalen Hurts went out with their substitute. Uh, Michu Bishi came in there. Hitchu, Michu, I call Michu Bishi. Michu came in um, <laughs> and and uh, did well for you know, but not as good as you know. Kind of uh, um, you know, he they did lose both games that he was in. Um, uh, then. You know, of course, the Eagles played their final game against the Giants, and the Giants really didn't care. They put their third, second and third stringers in there to save their their you know injuries from happening, so they show off their best ability in the playoffs. 
so the Eagles handily uh, uh, won that game. But even even then, against the Giants' second and third stringers, they they did not look that good. And this is a this is a team that was thirteen and one before they lost to the um, Cowboys, and then they lost to the oh, Saints. Wow. Yeah, and 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 okay. Mitchell did a good job in the Cowboys game. I and mean, people were saying, you know, he did, he was good. You know, they just made some mistakes that killed. They could have won that game. They they got some penalties and things that that made them lose. They they beat themselves in that game. The Saints game was a disaster. Uh, and then they came back and played a a, a weak uh, New York Giants team and didn't look too good doing it. And they're still number one in the NFL. NFL. I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, and have the best winning record in the NFL. They have a bye week, so they play. They'll play next week against we don't know who yet. Uh, maybe the 49ers and that and every every team that goes in the NFC conference will have to go through Philadelphia unless somebody beats Philadelphia in the first game, um, right. which you know knowing the history of Philadelphia, you know what I mean, Cornell. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't get too excited yet. You know what I'm saying? Don't break yeah, open the champagne yet. Please. Uh, Please. I, I hope because they do well. I hope they do well. I hope so, but the up your jinx. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But anyway, I'm thinking the uh, getting along here. I think uh, Vikings beat the Giants somewhere around 27 to 30 points for the Vikings and about 17 to 20 for the Giants, somewhere in there. That's what I'm thinking. And Ravens, Bagels. Ba- I call them the Bagels, by the way. The, the Cincinnati Bagels. I made them Jewish. Uh, well, don't throw, I'm warning you, Harold. Don't, I'm warning you, Harold. Don't don't hit me so hard. I'm, next time, I can just uh-uh. hear uh, somebody betting. What's the spread? Hey, I love um, um, raisin bagels and cream cheese. So oh my god. Mm mm. With, with some coffee. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bagels are awesome. I like um. Yes. Uh, I like the cinnamon ones, but I also like. Oh, yeah, um, they do like a uh, onion and chive. Oh my goodness, that is just delicious, absolutely delicious. Mm-mm. Mm. You guys are like really onion and chive? <laughs> I love onion and chive. I love it. I, I'm, I'm serious. I do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Excellent. Get another one of my face. I want to ask you guys a question. This for both mm-hmm. of you guys. Yeah. What is what is your favorite coffee with cream or just straight black? Oh no, cream, definitely. I can't drink it black. It's a bit too harsh for me. Very strong okay. in flavor, and that probably knocked me off my feet a little. <laughs> How, How about, about you, Andy? I like it with uh, coconut uh, creamer, coconut milk creamer. Ooh, nice. Trader Joe's. Yeah, coconut milk creamer. I don't. We. I don't even do any regular. I can't. You know, I. We even had milk. I went from regular milk to almond milk for quite a while. And and then and just and then went away from milk altogether. Just don't have any milk whatsoever. Just coffee creamers in the fridge and they are they are coconut creamers. And if I can't if we're too low or if we don't have any, I just drink it black. And that you know, I'm not a I don't drink a, a coffee black. I usually always had, had milk in it, you know, previously or half and half or something like that. But I prefer coffee with a little just a little dash, just a little dash of creamer. You know, if I'm at a, oh. a, 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 a Starbucks or something like that, and they just have half and half, or I take skim milk if I have anything. If I have to, I put skim milk in it. You know, yep. Nice. Hey, but people still eat, eat cereal. No, <laughs> I, never I don't. Right, eating cereal anymore because I used to like Captain Crunch. Yeah, I love cereal. Seriously, 
seriously. Mm. I don't eat it as much as I used to, in all fairness. I had a bowl this morning, that actually. Um, what kind? Uh, we had, I think it was Kellogg's Crunch. Oh. And, oh, yeah. Like, it's got the honey flavour on the, um, the cornflakes with the nut on it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I love it. I like oh, I yeah. like raisin. Oh, sorry, not crunchy nut. Honey nut. <laughs> honey nut. Mm. Raisin brain? Love raisin brain. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I hear that's good. I mean, we've got our own variations in the UK, but I hear that's really good. Real good. How about you, Andy? <laughs> I, I used to like frosted mini wheats. Oh yeah, they're yeah. nice. Actually, I used to like it because you, you know I I'd, eat, I'd get up in the morning you know and I have my frosted mini wheats. It's going down I, very rapidly, really rapidly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, yes, fibers start kicking in. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Everybody seems, I mean, from what I've seen, and forgive me guys for saying this, but like, if I'm seeing people in reality shows or on YouTube, everybody seems to go for the, the Fruit Loops. Is that right? Like, everybody does the Fruit Loops? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. I'm like, wow. Or Apple yeah. Jacks. Apple Jacks. I hear. Apple Jacks mm. are good, I hear. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm apple jacks. Like. I, I I like frosted mini wheats. I liked. Mm. Oh, yeah. if, I could, if I couldn't get them, what would I like? What would I get? I would get. Uh, I haven't had cereal in a long time. I don't eat breakfast at all anymore. It's been such a long time since I had anything in the morning to eat. Um, wow. I just have coffee, and that's what that's all I have during the day. I mean, I I have coffee, and it, I mean, what what time? It's 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 fifteen forty one here, so it's um, ten to four in the afternoon here in California, and I haven't had anything to eat all day long. Nothing. Oh, and you, you, when you have some food, don't you? <laughs> yeah, when I sit down to eat, man, when I'm sitting down to eat, look out, you know, yeah. But uh, I don't you eat. eat I, I, I don't. I don't get hungry. I mean, I remember a girlfriend used to say, um, especially one uh, I did a while back. Um, she started dating me, and we hang out together and all that stuff. And we don't, we end up living together for a while, and and she used to tell her friends, um, "Hey, you want to lose weight? Date Andy. He never eats." <laughs> 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 Isn't coffee like can be like some sort of suppressant in terms of appetite? Is it? I or think is it is it? actually. Caffeine is. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why you don't. It it really could be. It could be. Yeah. I also you kind of got be. yourself your body into a routine of okay this is what I'm feeding you this is when I feed you roughly. And so your body's like, oh yeah, I know when to be hungry, and I know, you know, when to not be hungry, and maybe that's it. I don't know. Hmm. You're be. unusual. You're you're very cool. That's, my, that's what my mom that tells me. <laughs> 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 you're the first person to say to me um, that you don't eat right today. Just drink coffee and then yeah. like, have one meal. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's done your yeah. figure wonders. <laughs> I got I, 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 I got to maintain my girl's figure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's working, darling. It's working. Work oh, it. My. Oh yeah, come on, strike a pose. Work it. <laughs> let's, let's, oh, where's my mankini? Wait a minute, where's that mankini? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go take a Let me go find it. I know where. I, I, you still got it. I know where it is. I do have it. Oh, you still got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I keep it because you know I, I remember I made that bet that I wear it uh, for a day if if uh, uh, if Trump won the election. Yeah. 
And my next thing yeah. is if uh, my next thing regarding Trump and the mankini. I can see him. Oh, oh my God, Trump and the mankini. Oh my Oof, God, is if he does not get somehow indicted by somebody, you know. And I'm starting to wonder here a little bit. I'm going to try to get that, you know, blow the dust off that mankini because uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. is happening with him? Any news? Any updates? Well, he yeah, the Trump organization has to pay $1.6 million fine for fraud, tax fraud in New York. Is that it? But no, no that doesn't matter, though. The guy scammed $250 million from supporters towards the campaign, but he uses that to support his defenses and all his legal issues. Huh. What a grifter. What a scam artist. So what's it to him? Oh, only- I, I just raised 250 million people from my disciples, $250 million from my disciples. So uh, here's $1.6 million. Here, take it. I don't care. It's like you and I taking yeah. a, couple, a, a little bit of change out of our front pocket. Oh, guess what else happens today? The what's that? almost billion-dollar... Millions, lucky millions, whatever it's called, um, lottery, which I have some tickets for. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's today. That's today. Oh, what, what wow. Else? So, so also, you know, the uh, uh, some classified documents, uh, less than a dozen, were found in uh, various Biden offices, and uh, I feel, you know, my God, you know, but he, uh, some were fit found in a. Um, um, in his, you know, in his office, and uh, his own aides has found them. It wasn't like you know, and okay. reported that to the National Archives indirectly, and they returned them to the National Archives, knowing that he should not have them. They realized he shouldn't have them. So, whoops! Somehow this got packed, and they're here. They shouldn't have them, and they sent them back. Boom! Sorry, you know. And here's the thing: yeah, if they were to look at all the former officials who were not mm. supposed to, or not allowed to have classified, top secret documents, in some cases even see them even look at them, would be a crime. You would probably have to go back through history for many, many, many presidents that inadvertently, you know, they're packing, they have people packing their offices, the guy has a box here, a file there, whatever, it's yeah. a bunch of other shit, they pack it, they take it, and I'm sure, I'm sure I, I would gamble on, I, again, I'm not a gambling person, I would bet that if you were to investigate, you know, all the offices and houses and whatever else of presidents going way back you'd find a file or two of some documents that they're not supposed to have. What makes yeah. the what makes the Donald Trump situation so horrific compared to Joe Biden's is that mm. he again, again, lied about having them and refused to right. turn them over. Yeah. And when he did turn them over, he said he turned them all over and told his attorneys to report that that to the DOJ that they and the archives, they were the archives, excuse me, that they were turned over. And he knew that they weren't, and they went, and they said, "No, you've got. We, we, we were. We, there's somebody in there that told us you've got some more documents, and that's like the FBI raid because he he told them we didn't have any more. Turned over everything to you. There's nothing else here. And when they discovered the documents, Trump went on to say, yeah. "These are mine, not yours." Some were marked, oh, and there's yeah. over 325 documents packed in boxes. Some of the folders that they found are empty. In other words, the contents of some of these top secret classified documents are floating somewhere. They're vanished. They've got the folders with nothing in them. Right? Interesting. So, so, okay, Joe Biden. All right, now I'm I'm not vindicating Joe Biden. It was a mistake. He's not supposed to have these documents. All right? The the timing couldn't have been worse. All right? Now now, now the Republican extremist broadcasters are out there saying, why are they going to do an FBI raid on his house? 
to see what else he has and da 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 da. It's a completely different situation, folks. And of course, you give him anything, anything they can bite upon, they're going to drill it to death. They're going to just beat it to death. They're going to absolutely. I don't know, Biden, uh, classified documents, see, see, see. Uh, are the FBI yeah. going to raid him? Are we going to indict him? Da da da. Biden never lied about it. Not once. Yeah. He, he, they found them. They turned them over right away. Bam, ding, dong. Sorry. And these things happen. And, it, and yeah. if Donald Trump had had some documents, I don't know about 325 of them, but if Donald Trump had some documents and, and was honest and forthright about having them, hey, these, are, these were on the truck. They went to my Florida home. They weren't supposed to. Bam. Call them up. Call the, go through the channels to get to the National Archives like Joe Biden's people did and return them. He denied yeah. having them, and then when he found that he had them, he lied. And then furthermore, he went to say, these are mine, not yours. Mm. Now, how do you possibly compare that to finding yeah. specified documents that Joe Biden should not have had? You know, should not have had them, right? But yeah. his own agent and attorneys would have found them. His own folks found them and said, whoops, we have these. We're not supposed to. And, and also, this was done in November, by the way, before the uh, you know, during the time or before, right before the uh, the elections, the midterms, and I guess you know people are wondering, well, the, the, why didn't they report it then? Is it because the, uh, the midterms? And here's what happened. Here's what's happening right now. Joe Biden's popularity is increasing steadily here in the United States. Gas prices are coming down. Jobs created over a quarter million jobs in December. Right, the economy is getting better. Gas prices are coming down, um, and his popularity is going up. And yeah. in fact, if he runs again. It won't be a Biden Trump. I think Trump is gone. You know, he's trying to say, I'm running for president. Goodbye. See you. Who, who, who said that? Who, who said that? Who's running for president? <laughs> that your, that your little yeah. voice somewhere? That little voice yeah. somewhere? Uh, but I think if we're not going to have a rematch of Biden Trump because Biden will win. Um, if Biden does not run, um, I think there's a, um, a population of the country which would love to see uh, Kamala. What's her name? Kamala? <laughs> come, come, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much. Wow, we have some big ones today. What? Knocker. Thank you very much. Wow, we have some. Big ones today. Hot knocker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of those around, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. I, but anyway, you know, it's actually quite refreshing not seeing him in the headlines so much. I know. Because He's he was it. everywhere he, for the longest time. He's got so many legal issues right now that he's got to contend with. Yeah. So, and he's losing, you know, Supreme Court, all the, all the, all the, you know, he, he's, he's, he knows how to work the system, you know, uh, you know, he knows yeah. how to put wrenches in every, every uh, indication uh, of, of, of a, of a lawsuit against him. He'll find yeah. a way to throw a wrench in it. Not, not that the, it'll stop it, but it slows it up. It stalls it. It, it waits, wait, yeah. and even, even in the, in the, the issues he has facing him now, was hoping for a large uh, red wave, which never happened, that would uh, precipitate the the halting of any democratic, so to speak, 
uh, investigative matter against Trump because that's what GOP does. They, they, and mm-hmm. he was hoping we'll stall everything to the midterms, then, I'll, then everything's going to be thrown out anyway. Republicans will yeah. come and save the day. And Donald Trump will be squeaky clean. That didn't happen, and it's not going to happen. Donald yeah. Trump is not above the law. And, um, and, I, and I, think he's will, I think he will be indicted. You know, his corporation was obviously already. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, they got a you know, $1.6 million fine. Seems like, well, but to him it's a hand slap. He raised $250 million, he, which he scammed out of his disciples, his followers. You know, oh, you know, I'm running, you know, save America, keep America great. You know, send money to me. Let's keep America great. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't yeah. think anything can keep us great right now with the amount of tension that's on us. Yeah, what's going on there? Yeah. Oh, well, you, just, you know, this thing with Prince Harry's blown up so huge. Yeah. Um, it's everywhere you look, and uh, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's forming a side, whether it's with Harry and Meghan or against them. And, you know, all our media sources are really putting Harry and Meghan through... Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 grind at the moment because you know they're they're ripping into them for some of the things they said in their Netflix documentary which I'm sure people many many people watched like um, Harry's book sold out phenomenally it's like the the record for that the sales was impressive and um, I admire him for being so open and yeah. vulnerable as he has book and he knew what it was at risk when he did those things but he had to share exactly what he experienced for his own mm-hmm. sanity I think more than anything else and to allow people to see what's really been going on for him and, and the royals and things but here I don't know it, the tension is very high you know the royals are trying not to bite back they're doing what they always do and and not say anything and comment um, but we all know that they have their own press um, that they they deal with, and you can't really control the the national press here, mm-hmm. and obviously that's one of Harry's big big beefs with our, our national press, and how stories got leaked to the press about him and Meghan, and so there's major conflict between him and Charles at the moment, and and his brother of course, and information coming out like um, how William kind of knocked Harry down to the ground um, regarding all the incidents that went on behind closed doors regarding mm. the situation with Meghan and everything like that. And, you know, like uh, the saying that Prince William was one of the biggest instigators of saying that it, Meghan wasn't a good choice for Harry and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But, you know, yeah. it, I, I've swung backwards and forwards with the whole um, where I stand with it all. Like I've mentioned so many times to you, Andy, that I try to sit on the fence. And it, sometimes it's hard when you've got the media blasting in your face so many yeah. Uh, strong opinions of uh, celebrities and things that go on and so it kind of makes you sway a little and then I, I kind of think well hang on a minute and then I watch something else and it kind of brings me back to the center or, or, or leans slightly the other way again and it's 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 a bit of a crazy one with him and all I can say is I admire them both for everything they've done but the kind of trouble that they're in and expecting it to be resolved um, mm-hmm. the way they're hoping I don't think it's going to happen that way for a while um, or at all. Um, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've got the attention on us as well about the uh, social media influencer, Andrew Tate, um, and everything that's been going on with him. I'm not sure if you know who he is, Andy. Um, mm-hmm. But he's this big social media guy who um, is quite misogynistic and has uh, been made an example of it. Um, 
in schools and things like that here in the UK and in Ireland and um, they're teaching students um, about Andrew Tate and the type of guy he mm. is and using him as an mm-hmm. example to be careful what you follow on YouTube and social media because he's recently been um, arrested in Romania for uh, human trafficking and rape. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, yeah, no, and his, his father is American, his mother is British, mm-hmm. and mm. so he spent a lot of time here in the UK as well as the US. And he moved to Romania not that long ago to kind of get away from all the, the, the crap that was going down here towards him. Um, well, so not like they, brother, you know, just starting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so him and his brother are kind of like a kind of gangster in, in the way they come across um, and kind of see themselves as gangsters of top G. And, um, mm. you know, they're a major influence on teenagers and uh, especially boys, young boys. And they look up oh, to him because he smokes cigars, he's got all these oh, fancy cars, man. you know, things like that. So spotlight's yeah. on us with that as well, because of course mm. the British connection mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so it, it's it's um, interesting watching these two big things play out. But it, it's funny how Andrew Tate blew up all over all the media at the same time as this Harry thing going on. Um, so it, it's it's, in, it's almost taking direction away from the Harry scandal and pointed it in a new direction and people are judging our police force over here for not doing something sooner regarding um, the human trafficking and, and rape issues. Um, but I think, I, I think you might believe me. I hope so. <laughs> our police force here in the UK, we, we kind of don't just dive into things without having enough evidence. Um, some countries, they just, they're all over it and they don't care. They'll, they'll take are, you you talking, are you talking about America? Are you talking about America? What? 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 <laughs> about America? Yeah. No. Some countries no, just know. dive. You know. Yeah. No, they hey, do. You, Some countries, yeah. So I don't understand. So what's the big thing about Harry and uh, and um, and uh, Marty? What's her name? Uh, Marvin. Megan. What's her <laughs> Megan? <laughs> what is the big thing? Well, um, Harry's gone through a lot of um, healing. You know, he's he's mm-hmm. he's had counselling and things like that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. regarding the loss of his mother. Because mm-hmm. he talks a lot about her in his book mm-hmm. and in the documentary too. Mm-hmm. And it's taken him a long time to get over the fact that she's, she's gone. When he was younger mm-hmm. and she passed, he was telling himself that she was just hiding somewhere. Couldn't accept the fact yeah. that she'd actually died. And um, so he's been carrying that kind of trauma around for him for a long, long time and living in the suppression of the, the royal family. Well, I say the royal family, I mean in terms of how they operate the system mm-hmm. within the royal family. Um, being very suppressed within that system um, didn't really give him a chance to to grieve or allow him to explore what he was feeling about it all until he met Megan. And Megan mm-hmm. kind of brought everything out. He, you know, he met the love of his life. Yeah. He thought he could be himself and mm-hmm. saw a whole new world stepping outside of it. So um, so right now there's, there's um, a lot of... Uh, Irons in the fire, and they're all pointing mm-hmm. towards Harry from the UK. A lot of people here oh, are really pissed with him, yeah. um, telling him, you know, just stay over in the US. We don't want to know. And there's also oh, a majority boy. of people that are, like defending them all the way. So, um, you know what? You know what I don't get is it, the existence today, 2020, mm. not 2023 now, 2023, yeah. um, of the royalty in the UK is. Mm. 
symbolic ceremonial. I mean, it really. Yeah. I mean, it's wonderful to there. It's wonderful, but you know, you have a prime minister, you have a parliament, and the whole thing, and similar to what you have the president yeah. of the House and Congress here, and that that's what makes the world go around there, and all yeah. all of this focus and attention. Let these people live their lives. Just back off. Just let them live. Let them do what they want to do, and yeah. and let them be happy and and effective and and. True to each other and whatever else turns them on in life. Let them do it in yeah. peace and in, in, in privacy and, and let them live, please. I mean, come on, come on. Yeah. You know, I don't get it. Yeah. Do you, um, you know, I, I guess that's what uh, many people, I'm sure they, they wish to. I, I don't know. It's crazy. How's, uh, how's Queen um, Harry doing? Queen, uh, Queen Charles? <laughs> Queen. Uh, <laughs> well, what? I, I I dread to think how um, Charles is doing, to be fair, with everything that's going on with Harry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he seems to be settling in his role really well. People yeah, have good. really accepted him and, and uh, shown their ad- adoration towards him. And um, he's, I mean, he's got his coronation coming up. I'm not sure when it is. I'm eager to find out. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be good to watch. I want yeah. to see that. And, yeah, I'm sure that'll be nationally televised and internationally televised. Yeah. I'm sure. Hey, you but, know, um, one more thing I want I want to get uh, bring up just real quick before I know we got to go in a minute here. Um, yeah. The um, and we just I, know, I hate to keep going back to this. I, I hate to believe me, uh, but just I can't help it. It keeps coming up and I keep getting flashes <laughs> and and you know it, it is what it is as as our own Donald Trump uh, person says on the show. Um, the uh, you know way back when. 1700s, when the, when the Constitution was initially drafted, they were yeah. very keenly aware of the potential threat as the United States forged ahead uh, of the potential influence of foreign governments and entities mm-hmm. to this country and to those who would hold office in this country. Right? Um, so they wrote uh, an annulments clause which would prohibit anyone holding such a position of trust in elected office and so forth with the United States government. Um, they would not be allowed to receive any type of benefit, annulments, money, profits, you know, any benefit, you know, gifts, yeah. whatever, from any foreign state whatsoever. Okay, that okay. is law in the United States. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back to 2015-16 when Trump was running for president and became president. His tax returns, which have hence as we all might or might not know, have been turned over to Congress and to various committees for you know for examination. Six years worth of tax returns. They found all these things that he should have done. I'm looking into that right now. But anyway, one of the major things in his tax returns that shows he was a, a bigger risk in terms of the enormous clause than anybody ever realized or was told. Right. If Congress knew about Trump's foreign bank accounts, they could have very well looked into them at the time because Mm -hmm. this guy had bank accounts all over the fucking world. In China. I mean, all all different places in Europe. I mean, China specifically, where he was actually making money while he was in office on these accounts. He still... Trump organization, that's what he does. That's, you know, he was making money from these accounts while in office, and this was never brought up when he was running or became president because I think if it was at the time, he probably would have disqualified him from running or maybe whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. I'm, you know, I'm not a constitutional attorney for that. You know, what do I know? Right? But anyway, still, 
it, it, I don't think it was appropriate. I certainly wasn't legal. Um, and uh, yeah. but you know he was president. He's not now, and he, he elected. And blah blah blah. And here we are sitting, still talking to about him. Jesus Christ. Imagine what would we talk if we talked about Barack Obama for this long after he got out of office, or, or George <laughs> Bush, or Richard yeah. Nixon, yeah, right. or Gerald Ford, or or, or 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 John Kennedy, or Harry Truman. I mean, could you couldn't have conversations this long after they got out of office and keep it fresh? I mean, you you couldn't do it. This, this no. you know. I, I just think it was such a tragedy that this guy ever got elected. An tr- absolute tragedy what this guy did to this country. You know, and, yeah. and many people are defining what we're going through now is, is a somewhat type of more intellectual type of civil war. We're not fighting with guns, but we're fighting with hate and, you know, Trumpism and, and keep America great again and, you know, yeah. taking over the Capitol and, you know, you know, you got to fight or we're not going to have a democracy anymore. You got to fight. Fight like mad. Got to fight like mad. We're not going to have a country anymore. Get the fuck yeah. off the stage, you idiot, you imbecile Trump. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Go away. Go away. You know? <laughs> anyway, I guess we're about done. And and usually we, our Friday show, we, we tend to get a little crazier and a little funny and kind of uh, ended up more, uh, you know, I'm glad we got around to doing news today and catching people up to speak because we actually, our last few shows, we've gotten away from it, which is fine with me. And the NFL yeah, playoffs yeah. are this weekend, and that, that is big time here in the United States. The, the NFL playoffs are huge here, so I'm glad we got to spend yeah. some time on it, and you got to hear Andy's picks. And uh, mm-hmm. let's see how um, – and I know Amanda made notes for Monday's show. She'll probably tell me how I did. Right, Amanda? Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got one of those non-photographic memories where I, I yeah, you know, exactly. sort of everything and then forget later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. – um, we we finished off uh, Wednesday's program with a um, a song of mine, and uh, what we didn't mention today was Elvis died. Not not El- What am I saying? Elvis died. Oh yeah, poor Lisa Marie. Per, per, Bless yeah, her. Lisa. I almost said per, Priscilla. No, Lisa. I'll get there, Andy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Lisa Marie Presley. And uh, and when I when she got rushed to the hospital, she went to cardiac arrest. You know, had a heart attack and at 54 years old was found in her bedroom. Um, and her former, her former, her former, her former president. president? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It is Friday. Thank God. All right. Her former um, husband, McClogue, I think I forget how you pronounce his name. Was lives, he lives in the guest? They're very good friends, and and he lives in the guest house on her on her property. And he uh, gave her CPR until EMP arrived, and they continued with CPR. Uh, they uh, brought her to the hospital um, and put her on a induced coma, um, you know, to try to rehabilitate her heart, and things didn't work yeah. out uh, favorably, obviously, and she died at the age of 54. Um, yeah, wow. Well, well, and when I heard she got rushed to the hospital before I got the news that she had died, uh, I remembered she did an interview on um, what program? Um, not 60 minutes, the other one. Uh, shit. Anyway, she did an interview uh, with Michael with Michael Jackson when they got, and they, you know, they were very candid. When oh, Michael was yeah. Michael accused of molesting children and was this a political marriage to get take the heat off uh, Michael Jackson and da, da, da. And they did this candid interview when they were you know, asked, you know, it was candidly a lot about their intimate life and, and it was yeah. just a, a, a PR marriage and obviously it didn't last. And, and she went on to marry, marry folks like Nicolas Cage and, Clog or Clog, whatever his name is. Um, anyway, uh, what a life! Yeah. And just the night before, she was at the Golden Globe Awards. 
uh, yeah. in honor wow. of the movie. I want to see that movie. I haven't seen it yet. That that all uh, about Elvis. I forget what it's called. Uh, El- is it called Elvis? Oh, yeah. anyway, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I do know. Yep. I just can't remember the title either. But I'm sure it's got Elvis in the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but she is a shame. Yeah. 54, so young. I mean, that's a kid today. 54, it's I a know. kid. Yeah. And her, her father was only, what, 46? 46. 46. 46. Yeah, it's it's a damn shame. And I see her on TV. I saw her at the Golden Globes. I saw the video of it uh, of her being at the Golden Globes, and uh, a little bit. The next day, she's going to be dead. I mean, it's un- unbelievable. I mean, God, what a, so young. I mean, it happens. You know, I, I've known people who were in the forties died. A good friend of mine, really good friend of mine, um, it died of, of uh, hepatitis at thirty nine. He was uh, two kidney transplants. Such a funny oh, guy named Brendan Mail. He's absolutely funny as shit. Amanda, you love this guy. Everybody, he had great parties because. People he introduced, like people you become friends with, Brendan, and then he introduces those friends to other friends, and he introduces those friends to other friends, and the network gets bigger and bigger, and everybody knows each other. Brendan's in the center of this whole thing, you know. Yeah. An attorney, very, very funny. And I, I, real quick story, I just remember I was, when I first started my, my music career as a solo artist, um, you know, he and I really wasn't much, I still say, I can't believe they pay me to sing, but anyway, um, I, I wasn't really a singer. I, I was known for my guitar work. And I was very shy about in, 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 about my singing, so yeah. I didn't really turn yeah. my singing up too much. And I, you know, over the years, I you know I even took some coaching and it got better and made records and blah blah blah. But anyway, at then even sometimes now, um, I was very eh, you know should I sing this song? Do I get away with this? But um, and I and Brendan would come up to the microphone and sing like Brown Eyed Girl, you know, oh, really? and uh, yeah, and sing some Van Morrison stuff with me. I play guitar oh. and he just put mic and sing. I said, Brendan, we got yeah. man, you got to do this. We got to get a band. Imagine what we can do if we had a whole band together, and like in five years from now, and he'd look at me and he'd say, Andy, I'm not going to be here in five years. Said, of course you're wow. not. Sure. We're not going to be here, you know, because he had uh, kidney disease, uh, two transplants. The second transplant was a kidney donated by his mother, who had hepatitis. He gave the hepatitis to Brendan, and that is what he eventually died of. Oh no, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, oh, and so and this that. guy had these amazing. He bought a great uh, house outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Had these amazing parties with all these friends. I'm telling you about all these different groups of people that would all get to meet each other and all hang out. All became friends. It was a whole amazing Brendan Mailing network of friends. And his uh, yeah. his, his death at 39 years old. Wow. Yeah. And, and so we were sad. such good friends. And I, you know, he he, he knew Sue. I was dating my my wife at the time. Um, mm. I knew my girlfriends before. I mean, I've known Brendan for a really long time. And um, he, uh, you know, I, I sometimes I think that, God, he never got to meet my kids. They would have loved him. He would have loved them. You know, just one of those things, you know, just 39 years old. But as you're saying, people die in their 40s and their 50s. And, and this happens to be a celebrity who died at 54. Oh, my God, 54. But, you know, everybody, in my opinion, is a celebrity in their own right. You know, I mean, who, so somebody's in the movies and somebody's on TV or, or hey, on the radio or Play yeah. guitar for a living, the records out, and you look the name up. Oh my God, you know, um, you know, and it, I don't care if somebody is unemployed, a homemaker, a school teacher, a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, and blah blah blah, accountant, bookkeeper, whatever else, you know, a studio engineer, a, a pilot, a bus driver, truck driver, whatever. Um, you're a celebrity. You're a star. 
you know, you get up in the morning, you go to work, and you make a difference in people's lives because of what you do. You're a star. And if you're not on TV, so the fuck what? You know, yeah. you're still a star. Yeah. So it, it's no less tragic for somebody who's a who shovels whatever or sweeps a sidewalk or drives exactly. a you know or you know cleans the ice skating rink between sessions for ice skaters for a living uh and they die at 45 somebody dying at 54 is no more or less tragic than that death you know, exactly. it's all tragic it's all tragic it is yeah. and we're all worthy of that that status of yeah. star like you said yep. you know everyone's no, there's no one above the other um yep. even though the world portrays that unfortunately yeah yeah, but, um, yeah. but what I figured yeah, we'd do, because this is the Friday Zany Friday show. If you know Zany early on, we had that guy, what was his name? A call with the ice cream maker? Uh, oh, Ike. Uh, Ike. Ike called. He's a riot. I, you got to get him oh, back yes, on the show he? again. He, he's got, yeah. yeah, he's great. He's great. But we've got to get out of here. And, and it is the yeah. Friday show. And, and we know what used to be a tradition on uh, the Friday show, um, you know, from way back when. Oh. <laughs> In honor of Elvis, Lisa Marie, or Lisa Marie. Yeah. I'll be so blue. Be with me. Thank you. Thank you. I have to think right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Elvis. Christmas tree. Wait, it's not Christmas. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, it already was. You know, you know, they're starting to look up decorations. Starting to look. It's getting the season's getting earlier and earlier. Every every year, and we're starting to see Christmas decorations in January for next year. I don't know. How do we get this out of here? Shut him the fuck up. Well, God. I just did that for you. Wow. <laughs> God, no respect. That was harsh. It was yeah. harsh. You know, I'm telling you. You know, try to get the callers like calling the show. Down. We do have yeah. But yeah. I think in all seriousness, that was, a, you know, he's always, he, you know, never enough Elvis. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. uh, out, of, out of respect to uh, Elvis, uh, Proud family, uh, Lisa Marie, and uh, mm. what's her name? Quasi, uh, Priscilla. I'm sorry, not Quasi. I thought you was going with Quasi Modo then. I was like, what? Quasi Modo. Respected Quasi Modo. I don't know where this is going. It's a catastrophe. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Ruth. Yes. Um, but we should uh, go back to Elvis and finish out our show with some Elvis, like we used to. <laughs> I used to bother the yeah. hell out of everybody on uh-huh. our show with this, but I, 
you know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm, I'm not even going to say what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. I think I do, and I'm going to mute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Elvis. Oh, my goodness. You might have heard here. this in two years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you get us out of here? I'll boost up the uh, track a little bit. And uh, it's been a long time since we've had this. This song used to play all the time on our project show. So, But yeah. in... Uh, because it's Elvis, Elvis had a horrible death in the family. Again, it, 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 tragic, too young, yes. a shame. Uh, everything I read and hear about her is an amazing human being, and uh, just too too bad, too shame. But anyway, get us out of here, Amanda. We'll see you Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're around the world. We are 3 p.m. in California. We're at 6 p.m. in New York. We're at 11 p.m. in the U.K. And thank yes. you for joining us, Amanda. Get us out of town. We'll see you Monday. Have a safe weekend, folks. Go, go Chargers. Go ahead. Absolutely. So on behalf of my amazing co-host, Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, myself, Amanda Love, here in the UK, thank you to you, the special listeners, for joining in, always supporting us and sticking with us. Uh, we hope you join us again on Monday. Have an amazing weekend and enjoy some Elvis. And um, rest in peace, Lisa Marie, you awesome individual, beautiful soul. Can't you see whoa, 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 what you do?